This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. And welcome to Leilink here with Vasha and Tiana and Joy 94.9. We're so happy to be here tonight. Send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. I can never get it right. It's all right. You've been doing really well lately. Oh, okay. That's the first time you've, you've made Positive a mistake. You've made Yay. a mistake in ages, so that's good. <laughs> How exciting. We've just learnt, of course, from the lovely people at Gay Newsweek about New Zealand passing the vote for marriage equality. Well done, you Kiwis. Yay! you got to say New Zealand. New Zealand? New Zealand. No? I'm not even going to start because I have this whole <laughs> thing that I do with the accent and I'm just, I'm not even, no way, because then I'll be talking like that for the rest of the night. That'd be funny. Remember we were discussing once we were going to talk about our show, we're going to do accents once during the show. That's a bad idea. I know. What have we got coming up on the show tonight? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about what the L word has taught us over the years. Hmm, okay. Yes. Moving on. This week, 16 years ago, Ellen DeGeneres officially came out. We're going to talk about her highs and lows. That's actually really cool. I, I read some of the information that you sent across. It's very interesting. Yes, mm. she had a very interesting life. Mm. Went through a lot of dark patches. And a lot of light patches. Yes, and now she's on top of the world. Yay! Yay. Uh, she is, of course, our Queen Bee, Miss Ellen. We're also going to be doing uh, top 20 gay holiday destinations for 2013 and a few more that we've thrown in there for fun and the melbourne events listing for this weekend yes now something that happened recently was that uh, Qantas has launched a partnership with emirates yes the airlines Mm. they are uniting they are and it basically means that a lot of flights that will be heading overseas from australia flying Qantas will be flying into dubai yes well the australian government travel website smarttraveller.gov.au warns travellers that homosexual acts and, and sex outside of marriage were illegal in the United Arab Emirates. Emirates. Yeah, yeah, I can get you'll that You'll get out. there eventually. <laughs> so basically what they're saying is that uh, if you are gay or get caught acting gay in Dubai, you could go to jail. It's illegal. Yes, homosexual acts, so you've got to act gay. You can't just be gay. But that's the thing, though, really. It's a very fine line, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so you've got to be very careful. There are certain destinations that you've got to be careful when you travel to those places about that. I'm reminded of Fiji is one of them. Oh, really? They're not, they're, yeah, they're not very uh, welcoming, that I've been told. There goes that for a honeymoon idea. Uh, <laughs> yes, and it's, it'll be interesting to see how this, this partnership will affect our community. Well, it will be, yeah, because, I mean, as soon as somebody decides to fly Qantas and they end up having a stopover in Dubai and they get arrested and put in jail for 10 years, you don't think that Australia's going to go a little bit psycho about it? Probably. It's going to get a really negative reaction. Look, I think if you're just in transit, it's fine, but if you're going to stop over there or visit there, then, yes, you may be, need to be a little bit careful. But we're thinking, like, airline stopovers here, which can at times be a day, a night. Oh, yeah. You know, anything. So it's, I think it's dangerous. It is. I remember spending eight hours in, a, in an airport once because my plane was getting repaired and I felt like, you know, Tom Hanks in that movie. I was like... I love that movie. I was ready to make a sculpture somewhere because yeah. I was so bored. 
Who was in that movie with him? Was it Catherine Zeta-Jones? It was, yes. Catherine Zeta-Jones. She's lovely. Anyway, so uh, we sort of just wanted to know what you thought of this whole Qantas Emirates deal. Do you think it's smart or silly or whatever? But let us know on 0427JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. Your feedback makes us whole. It does. And, you know, it's just important because we're wanting Qantas to respond to the concerns to guarantee the safety of Australian citizens while travelling on our national carrier. Like, I'm not expecting, you know, to to rock up and, and tick the little box that says I'm gay and I get a free security guard, that would be nice, but that's not what I'm se- expecting. I'm expecting some kind of assurances that... You're not Lady Gaga. There's nothing <laughs> that happened. <laughs> In my head, I am. <laughs> I'm just expecting that, you know, I, I can get some information, I can be assured that things are going to be okay, that it's, you know, going to be safe for us to be wanting around the airport. Not that I'm planning any, you know, near future trips to Dubai or anything, but I'm just saying, like, being that it's now a port, I guess you could say, for travel into like internationally, I, I think that they really should address that. Maybe they already have. Hopefully they are. If anyone knows, please tell us. Yes, do. But, you know, if then if they aren't, well maybe they, they should start addressing it because it could cause a you know, could cause someone in the community unwanted stress and I'm sure there would be outcry in Australia if something happened. Mm. I mean I mean you know As I said, I'm not planning any immediate international travel, but I'm sure that there are people out there that are. I just think it's very important that, you know, before before travelling overseas, just go to the smarttraveller.gov.au website, have a look there. They give you good tips and, and, and things like that, and they do tell you local laws that you may not be aware of, and just have a look before you're planning a holiday just to see... This website has been created for our protection so that we don't end up going into a war zone or something like that (laughs) by accident because it was a really cheap flight. But, you know, for these reasons, so just have a look. Spend that extra 10 minutes, have a look, type in the location you want to go to and see what our government is telling us. Look, if you can go to smarttraveller.gov.au right now and find us a extremely weird law in a country that we may not have ever heard of before, let us know because we find that stuff stimulating. Really? Stimulating? Just. Slightly. <laughs> All right, send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. You're with Basha and Tian. This is our show, Lay Link, and you're on Joy. And welcome back to Lay Link with Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. Send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. If you head to joy.org.au right now, our program page will be on the side of the screen. It's a cute little black logo that my lovely fiancé made for us. It's very pretty. It is, and we are slowly getting our podcast back up because now the system is up and running and I've learnt how to actually upload our podcast. So people <laughs> who are waiting for them, they are arriving slowly. It just takes some time. <laughs> They're getting there. They're getting I'm, there. I'm putting a few. There's a few up there already. But we'll definitely let you know via our Facebook page, which you can find if you go to joy.org.au right now. And, yeah, we'll let you know when they're up to date so that you can catch up if you've missed any in the last couple of weeks. Now, Basha, you just mentioned something before. Hashtag DIY rainbow. And we're both enjoying the rainbow love. Yeah, all over the world. I can see rainbow, you know, painted onto streets with people, you know, are doing that in commemoration of the sad loss that happened in Oxford Street in Sydney. (laughs) Yes, of course, the the government in Sydney decided it would be a great idea to spend 30 grand ripping up the rainbow crossing because it was unsafe. 
I'm not really sure why they think it was unsafe, but anyway. So yes. The reason they said it was unsafe is because I actually looked it up because I wanted to know what that term meant, and they said that because people were lying on it and taking photos. As if people would lie on it and take photos when there wasn't a green crossing man. But the funny thing is, is when you think of the famous crossing in London that the Beatles went across, that, that causes nothing but... Abbey ca- Road. Yes. Abbey that Road, causes yeah. nothing but chaos go over there, and drivers and people around there hate that crossing <laughs> yeah. because people all try to recreate... <laughs> The famous uh, (laughs) album cover by redoing the the position and that. And they're, of course, blocking all the traffic. So that is an obvious, you know, obstruction to traffic and causing problems. But it's still there. They're not going to remove it, are they? No, it's still there. Because it's an icon, as the Rainbow Crossing in Sydney was an icon. I don't want to get too involved in this topic because I may get ranty, but all I'm saying is hashtag DIY Rainbow. Check it out if you've got Twitter, if you've got Facebook, if you've got Instagram, whatever. Google it. It'll pop up, I'm sure. But these amazing chalk rainbows are appearing all over the world and it's beautiful. It's great to, to feel the rainbow love. I feel the rainbow love. I do. I feel it. It's it's nice. It's there. Yes. And so yes. we want to talk about... Uh, <laughs> yes. I love how we... you, you end a topic with me by just going, yes. And anyway... <laughs> I need to get these topics done because <laughs> we get sorry, distracted sorry, sorry. Okay. and then we don't talk about them. Okay. And then we all have right. to let people wait for six weeks before we actually address them. So <laughs> no, I'm going to cut you off. It's not happening this time. I so I read an interesting post that was sent to me through through BuzzFeed. It was called, What Did You Learn From The L Word? What did you learn from the L Word? Anyway, this post, I'll tell you about the post first. So the right, post okay, was all about some of the, the writers who contribute to the website and, and just some general people discussing what they had got out of the L Word. And what I personally got out of the L Word was it was nice to see us on screen in a majority. You know? Yes. So lots of gay women all over the place, yeah, you know. And, and I, I think it was sort of a, a nice, it was an interesting role. I, I guess you'd say interesting role models. Yes, they were all rich, attractive, successful women. Not a problem with that. I had no problem with that, you know. It was nice eye candy. It was great to watch. It was <laughs> entertaining. They weren't, I didn't find a lot of your stereotypical lesbians that on some television programs they do portray. They sort of omitted those, those type, which I thought was very nice. They tried to show another side. So I think they tried to show a more balanced side of the community, even though, yes, there was an obvious element. I, I don't remember very strong butch characters in the L word. Really? You know, but like really, you know, like sort of like the very, very strong. Oh, okay, yeah, I get where you're coming from. Uh, I there were the soft ones. There were soft butch Yeah, well, okay, Tasha, for example. She had long hair, but army chick, definitely butch. Yeah, but, you know, when you sort of think, and here I'm going to not hopefully not offend anyone, but when I say, like, Diesel Dyke, you know, they weren't there, were they? No, not They were there when they did the, when they went to the parade. So she was, you know, they were there. Okay, well, what about the episode where Bet and Tina were getting their house renovated and one of the labourers working on the house was a very butch lady? She just didn't know it. Okay, yes, but again, very minor characters. So they sort of came in and came out. Well, then you've got to realise as well that this has to be profitable and it's got to be Hollywood and it's got to be painting a nice picture for the rest of the world. So it's not really that surprising that they didn't cover all aspects of the LGBTI community. Okay, well, there you go. Sorry, I was just reading something that someone wrote in. 
Someone's just written in that the comment about Fiji is incorrect. Well, there you go. See, that's what I was told by a friend of mine that was in the travel industry. Mm -hmm. Interesting. But that was a few years ago, so maybe it has been changed. But they're saying that it's actually very gay-friendly. So thank you for that. Okay, Okay, I take it back. Back on on the list. (laughs) Fiji is back on the honeymoon list. Thank you very much, lovely listener. Okay. The other thing I I, I liked about the, the L word was that we were introduced to a very strong trans character. Which, well, yeah. which we don't have on television. So when I think of the, the rainbow, there are some elements that are missing within the rainbow on mainstream television. They are trying, I'll give them that, they're trying to put them in and they're, they're putting in you know gay characters and bisexual characters and things like that, but they are missing the trans element, which I, I mean, think is... One of the things we're you know, really lacking is a current primetime soap opera with a main character whom is gay. That's what we're missing right now. I mean, I don't really think there is that out there, apart from Modern Family, for example. Yes. I'm thinking, okay, Grey's Anatomy, there's the, there's the lesbian couple in that, but they're Does very limited. Do you watch that anymore? They're very limited. I watched it the other night. I got lost at <laughs> around season three or something. I was watching it the other night, but that's beside the point. It's very limited and they don't really show them interacting with each other in a, in a sort of a natural way. So they're always in the hospital. It's it's not showing them naturally, you know. They, they, they sort of, they, they, it's, they, it's they, drama. It's, it's really it's sweet. Drama. It's sweet kissing, you know. Yeah. They're not like making out and stuff. And it's <laughs> like, but the other characters, <laughs> all over the place. And yeah. I'm like, why? <laughs> hmm. That could win you viewers. But anyway. Hmm. Another thing was that recently I had an interesting talk with a friend of mine who is new to our whole community and wanted to experience and understand the community as at large. And I basically said, grab the element. <laughs> I did. I said, whack him in and you'll learn a lot. I said, you'll learn a lot of lesbian terms. That's valid, yeah. So you'll know how when people make reference to certain types of of lesbians, you know what they're talking about. Also in the real L word, you know, I'm thinking of terms such as, you know, the hundred footer and things like that, (laughs) which which maybe if you're not in the community, you may not know these terms, but it's nice to actually, sorry, that one always just sticks into my mind. I'm tearing up because I'm trying not to laugh so much. But, um, you know, these kind of things and... You know, someone with no gaydar, you know, even I can pick those ones. It's like, <laughs> so, you know, that's exciting. You do but, have terrible gaydar. I know. But anyway. Anyway, so there's, there's a list here. There's some things here that these people have learned. Yes? What did you learn? What I learned from the L word, I learned everything from the L word, seriously. Because for me, the L word started before I was even out of the closet. So it was kind of a situation of this show started on Channel 7, you know, it was at a a bit of a later time slot. And for me, I was this young, impressionable, didn't really know much about the world or even my own sexuality. And this show started and I watched the first episode and I was hooked. And then I think they cancelled it or something happened or they moved it to a really late time slot and I wasn't allowed to watch it anymore. Or they moved it to um, uh, cable television or my parents just weren't okay with me watching it because I was too young or whatever. But there was, I remember there being a lot of publicity about it when it was launched in Australia because it was so taboo. And it, it seems to be a really common theme for Channel 7 that if something, is, if something gets enough feedback which is negative from all of the, you know, Bible-bashing people out there that don't appreciate looking at gay people, they will move it to a really late time slot. Yes, that's true, but I found that in, in general, television has no patience for anything, so they'll put a show on once. If it doesn't rate well, that show is either dumped to one of their 
sister networks or it's it's completely taken off the grid and then it's po- all of a sudden it appears at some bizarre hour so you know this is this is a problem and it, i don't think it has to do specifically with with that i think it has to do with they're not allowing us time to actually enjoy the program and 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 you know it's it's not good we so need think, we need more strong gay characters out there come on we do we definitely do oh, well I, I guess so for me back then it was like i didn't get to watch it anymore and then when i sort of started to i guess you could say toy with my sexuality and and try and figure out who i was that's when I started watching The L Word and then I realised that there was a lot of things that I was already doing and I still say to this day that I really was the last one to know that I was gay. Everybody knew first. See? See, we're going to talk later about Ellen and it's funny because I remember watching the coming out episode of Ellen and I wasn't gay at that stage. Like, I didn't realise I was gay at that stage. <laughs> and I watched it with this interest going, wow, this is really interesting. But nowhere in my head were alarm bells going, hello, hello, <laughs> this is you. This is you. <laughs> and I remember on certain programs around that time, they had a lot of gay characters and a lot of gay storylines because they were trying to explore this issue. And I remember watching them all being very interested. But again, nothing. It didn't spark anything. I just sat there going, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> And now I look back and go, oh, my God, seriously, seriously. So, I mean, I know The L Word copped a lot of negative feedback about not portraying accurate characters and and such, but uh, if you've got anything you would like to share about the show, if you watched it or if you haven't watched it at all, please send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email it onair at joy.org.au, Barsha. Well, Mandy, our our long-term listener. Oh, hi. Hey, Mandy. (laughs) She's saying that uh, The L Word taught her to love herself and to respect the female body. So, you know, yes. Because, you know, those ladies, they, they did have a lot of sass. And what they were doing was groundbreaking television. It was. And it was just great to see. Remember when recently we were watching an L Word and I was sitting there drooling over Bette's wardrobe and you were like, seriously? Mm-hmm. But those women had some great clothes and some great style. And, they really did. You know. And yes, there were flaws in the show. We will give it that. You know, it's not perfect. Nothing's perfect in the world. But for what it was, it was great. And we just need something to fill that void. We do. <laughs> I agree. Hmm. All right. Well, look, we are going to be back very, very shortly. You're listening to Basha and Tian. This is Lee Link and you're on Joy. You're listening to the Sapphic Sisterhood, Basha and Tian. Lay Link on Joy 94.9. Welcome back to Leyland here with Basha and Tiana and Joy 94.9. Send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. Hey, we've been talking about uh, what we learnt from the L word, which turned out to not be much. And we were also talking about the Qantas deal that uh, has some bit of issues over there. They've signed with Emirates. Yes, about how it. that may affect the community. Hmm. Now you've got some messages. Yes, Nick sent us. Nick from Hawthorne, so one of your neighbours. He's got the man flu. Oh, I know. Nick, I, I live in Hawthorne. If I knew where, where you lived, I, I might sort of maybe sort of maybe consider bringing you chicken soup. Oh, isn't that nice? See? Well, I'm, I'm a nurturer. <laughs> I know you are. I do. But he's enjoying listening to the show, so thank you. Thank you, Nick. And get better. We, yes, get better. We're sending you love. Garlic, Sorry. honey, smush it all we're together. Not, and we're not sending you that. but we're, <laughs> we're not sending you garlic and honey, no, but we are sending you love. Yes. Yes. And hopefully good health. Yes. Now, 16 years ago today... Or not today, but this week. Ellen came out. So the Time magazine came out with the lovely cover photo, which the statement just said, yep, I'm gay. Hmm. Hmm. And then the funny lady didn't work for three years after that. Which is harsh. It is very harsh. 
But then due to her talk show taking off and Finding Nemo, yay, which we love. Finding Nemo. Yes. This has resulted in her being, you know, one of the, the top stars in the world. She's amazing. She is. She's and got fans all over the joint. She has, and I would have loved it if she'd been here longer than a few days, but that's okay. We understand. She's a busy woman. Busy lady. Busy that's lady. all right. We won't take it personally. We're just going to cry into our pillows at night. But when we think about... Um, <laughs> really? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> when you think about... So, Ellen, you know, when you think about the fact that, you know, she's since the 80s, she's had her career. Sorry, I just... I was like, are you going to get to a point? I know. I just... I got lost. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, look, uh, we have a timeline. We do. So in 86, <laughs> she made her Tonight Show debut. I was going to say 96, then I realised it's 86. on fire. I am on fire. Go Maybe on. Maybe I'm getting the man flu from Nick. Oh, <laughs> not good. No, not good. Radio, uh, what would we call that? Death? No, I don't no, know. Oh, my gosh. Calm down. I lose my voice. <laughs> or I could get a really sexy voice. and you know, The husky thing happening. Oh, anyway, we digress. So let's go back to uh, 1986. Ellen made her debut on The Tonight Show with she Johnny was comedy Carson. Lady. Comedy and, lady. And he invited her onto the couch, which was, of course, the big, the big thing back then when he did The Tonight Show. He'd invite the comedians that he found funny onto the couch. And that pretty much, she says that that, that started her career. Catapulted is the word she's mm. used. Catapulted her career. And then in, in 94 to 98, she had massive acclaim with her sitcom Ellen. Ellen. And it was a quite a funny, entertaining show. And then she decided that... In the in the puppy episode, which aired in April thirtieth, nineteen ninety seven, she decided that her character Ellen Morgan would come out as being a lesbian, and the show then afterwards. This is quite funny. The show uh, was suddenly receiving immense backlash, but that's not the funny part. The funny part is that, that, that before every episode, it contained a parental advisory warning, and it was only renewed for one more season and cancelled after that. Yeah, they pretty much yeah they canned it after that. Meanie bums. And then for three years after that. Poor Ellen didn't work, and, and she's actually said very steep depression during that time, and I, I don't blame her because I think any one of us would have that. Being one of the first you know, people to come out so openly and just the fact that what everyone did to her and how they treated her was just horrible. Hmm. So it was pretty interesting because in conjunction with the, the episode which aired on Ellen where her character came out, she also uh, graced the cover of Time magazine with a cover and a signage which said, yep, I'm gay. And there was also an announcement on the Oprah Winfrey show. <laughs> How these things come around. Because Oprah was a was her therapist in the in the sitcom, so yes. Oprah did double. double and now things. Ellen is better. <laughs> yeah, but okay, Oprah ruled the airways for like twenty years. Okay, and Ellen will rule them for like forty, which is great, and I'm happy. You know, go for it. But you know, no, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. But it's just funny that yes, they tie in together. Yes, they were trying to. She was trying to show Moving her support. Moving on. <laughs> okay, in in two thousand and one, Ellen tried to restart her, her career again with a sitcom called The Ellen Show and that only ran for about a year and it was sort of a failed attempt at her character being gay and not focusing on it and it just didn't it do very well. Cancelled after one season. Yeah. Didn't work out. 4th of November 2001, it can be argued that DeGeneres' career resurgence began when she hosted the 2001 Primetime Emmy Awards less than two months after the September 11 terrorist attacks. The ceremony had been pushed back twice in response to the nation's sombre mood, leaving DeGeneres with a big task on her hands. She came out with a pretty funny line. 
And what was that? She, during the monologue, so right at the start, she said, what would bug the Taliban more than seeing a gay woman in a suit surrounded by Jews? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Anyway, so she received widespread acclaim for her funny but delicate hosting job and inspired a new legion of fans to embrace her. There was love, Basha. There was. There was love. What's next? Well, the 15th of December 2001, she hosted Saturday Night Live. She did. Yes, and that was great. And then so 2003, you know, after hosting the Emmys and and being on Saturday Night Live, she'd just had the role in Finding Nemo Mm. as Dory. And we can't wait for the new movie. Finding Finding Dory. Dory. Have you got any suspicions of what Finding Dory is going to be about? Because I think it's not going to be specifically about Finding Dory. I think it's going to be about Finding Dory's family. Because you remember how, like, at the start of Finding Nemo, how she was like, oh, yeah, my family, Uh, where are they? She had no idea where they were. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. I just can't wait to just see her okay. in, the, in the characters and all that. It's one of my favourite movies I know. Ever. I love that movie. It's fantastic. Anyway, we're talking about Ellen DeGeneres. It's been 16 years this week since she came out of the closet, flew out of the closet on national television over in the US. So if you've got something to share, send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email at onair.joy.org.au. We can bash on about this for another two minutes if you like. Oh, yeah. Look, in <laughs> September 2003, the Ellen DeGeneres show premiered and it was an instant success. And since that time, she has received, the show has won 32 Emmys. 32? 32 Emmys. Jeez. That's fabulous, considering the show hasn't been running for that long. That's a lot of Emmys. That's a lot of Emmys. That's a lot that's of Emmys. A lot of Emmys. <laughs> she could, like, have a whole room just for the Emmys. Yes. That's fantastic. And in, funny. in 25th of February 2007, she hosted the Oscar Awards. Mm. And I remember that, because that's where she came out in the duck dress. Oh, yeah, in for Björk. For Björk's <laughs> duck dress. Oh, yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, still, uh, that still cracks me up to this day. Highlights, highlights, thing. highlights. Moving on, 16th of August 2008, just degenerous wed actress Portia de Rossi, girlfriend of four years, during California's brief overturn of Prop 8, the marriage was ruled valid and de Rossi has since changed her legal name to Portia Lee James Degeneres. Do you know I didn't know that? Yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> we learn new things every day. 2010, in an unexpected turn, DeGeneres joined the judges' table for the ninth season of American Idol, replacing Paula Abdul. And seriously, I watched it with Paula Abdul, and she's so annoying. The noises she would do were so irritating. I don't know. I didn't really watch the anyway. Idol things, but anyway. Her stint on the show was met with mixed reactions. DeGeneres left Idol the following year, saying it didn't feel like the right fit. Good on her. DeGeneres was named the number 10 most powerful women in the world by Forbes. Today, the magazine cites her new worth as 53 million and ranks her 34th most powerful celebrity. Yeah, and she's probably rising, but probably. that's great. Probably rising. November 2011, Secretary of State then, Hillary Clinton, named DeGeneres a special... Envoy. Envoy, yes, <laughs> for global AIDS awareness. Mm. And last but not least, April 2013, DeGeneres announced on her talk show that Finding Dory, a sequel to Finding Nemo, Nemo, <laughs> Nemo would hit theatres November 25th, 2015, as we just said before. And I am so excited. So am I, but I can't believe it's so long away. Yeah. All right, look, you've been listening to Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. This is our show, Lay Link. Send us a text on 0427-JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. We'll be back. Welcome back to Lay Link here with Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. Send us a text on 0427-JOY949 or email it on air at joy.org.au. We've been talking about the lovely gay lady, Ellen. We've been talking about what we learned from the real L word, which turned out to not be much at all. And we're also talking about Qantas signing their new deal with Emirates 
and uh, how that could possibly negatively affect the LBGTIQ community. Mm. And now... And now, well, <laughs> we were going to talk about the top 20 gay holiday destinations, but I looked through the list and I went, you know what, I don't like the list. We can do better. So I found another list. <laughs> it's only 10. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Well, there's 10, but then there's a follow-up five... Yeah. Yeah. And then there's okay. a few that we added just for, for good measure. For fun. So number one on your top gay destinations. Well, top ten lesbian holiday destinations. The Greek Greek island hopping. Greek island hopping is always mm. entertaining. Have you been to the Greek islands? No, I haven't. Oh, boo on you. I know. Have you? Well, I, I did go to one. I, I spent some time in Athens, which isn't really an island, oh, okay. but is an island. And then I jumped on a ferry and I went across to a delightful little island called Poros. Okay. So no Mykonos? No Mykonos. No Lesbos? No lesbos. At that stage, I was not a lesbos myself. Oh, see, see. I was quite young. Okay, now, of course, number two on the list. I mean, Greek island hopping is fantastic, but there are other options. Mm, Thailand. Thailand. Mm. Have you been there? I have been to Thailand. Mm, So have I. It's beautiful. It is nice. I love Thailand. It's a great place. Mm. Number three is Amsterdam. Amsterdam. I have been to Amsterdam too. I had a really great time. I just don't remember any of it. (laughs) See, Amsterdam, I spent six hours at the airport. <laughs> yeah, at least you think you did. No, no, I did. Okay, well, there you go. Why did oh, you do that? that was, why'd you do that? I was waiting for a connecting flight. Okay. Well, that must have been awesome. That was great. There's to a, to there's give a Amsterdam some credit, though, it's, it, is, it, it does say here, it's famously liberal. Amsterdam has always had a thriving gay scene and can provide a wonderfully diverse holiday destination, which is really true. Wonderfully diverse if you're just staying in your hotel in one room, not doing anything, it can be extremely diverse for you. Well, especially if you go to the cafes. Yes. Moving on. So Goa. Goa. No, I haven't been there. Have you uh, been there? No, no idea. California. Rhymes with Boa. <laughs> oh, God. Help us. <laughs> California. 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 Have you been there? Well, yeah, technically speaking. I flew in. Okay. To LA. Mm. I walked around a bit in LA, but that's all that I've seen of California. I wanted to go and check out... West San Hollywood. Fred? West Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, you know, because gay be mecca. Cool. Yeah, of course, you know. Yeah. We have to all go there. <laughs> I reckon I would like to check out more of California. The next one on the list cracks me up, Brighton. Brighton. The UK. And I have oh. been to Brighton. The United Kingdom. Brighton. It's, it's a United lovely place. Uh, lots of LGBTIQ people, so it has to make the top ten. Legends Hotel and Bar overlooking the main pier is a large, friendly gay hotel and provides very reasonable accommodation, which includes breakfast. Amazing. Mm. Ibiza. 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 Yes, I've been there. How do you, why do you say Ibiza? Because that's how you say it in Europe. Isn't it Ibiza? That's how Aussies say it. Oh, but, but in Europe you say Ibiza. That's all right. I'm Australian. You say, yeah, I know. <laughs> the first time I said to people I've been to Ibiza, they didn't know what I meant. Yeah. They're like, Ibiza. You've been to where? And I went, what? And then I went, oh, is that what you're saying? Okay. No, I <laughs> always place. thought it was Ibiza. Mm. If someone can please confirm whether it was Ibiza or Ibiza, that would be fantastic. It depends on, as I said, it's different pronunciation. Yeah, sure. Send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email it on air at joy.org.au. We do love your feedback. It is a, it is a great, it is an interesting place to go and a lot of nightlife. Yes. Plenty and of gay bars. Yes, there are. Mm. Uh, next. New York. New York, New York. That's not even how that goes, is it? Anyway. No. Other birthplace of Harvey Milk, the Scissor Sisters and Lindsay Lohan. New York is cool and classy with a substantial slash of camp. It sounds pretty cool. I've been to New York. Yes. Have you? Yes, it was did lovely. You go to, did, you, did you go to the Henrietta Hudson evening? No. No? No. Didn't see anything 
even remotely gay, gay lesbian. and lesbian in New York. But, you know, I wasn't really in that mindset back then. Okay. This is, this is like 17-year-old Tian that we're oh. talking about. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't... Yeah, I was a baby. I was going to say, I can't even think of you at that age. But yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. And the last one on the list is, of course, Gran Canaria. So the Canary Islands. Gran Canaria. I'm so glad you clarified because I have no idea where that is or what you were talking about. It's, but it sounds a, really pretty. It is, a, it is a very pretty place. It is, it is lovely. It is uh, very, very gay friendly. I, I went there and I remember walking from one town to the next town along the beach and you walk along the section which has the nudist beach and then you walk along the next section and it's the male only nudist beach. <laughs> oh, lovely. And <laughs> lesbians walking down that, that particular point of, you know, it's just difficult because you just don't know where to look. <laughs> it's like, let's look at the water. No, let's Awkward. not. Let's look at the beach volleyball. No, they should not be playing beach volleyball at that age. <laughs> let's look at people's sun. No, let's look at the sun. <laughs> then you start walking into people. So, yes, but it is, a, it is a great place and it is very gay friendly and they do have a lot of nightlife there. They do a lot of great drag shows there. I remember going and seeing quite a few... And fabulous drag shows there, and yes, great place. Hmm. Okay, what's next on the list? Well, the the other list we have, of course, is Sydney. Sydney. Because you can't go past gay Sydney. Of course. That would just be criminal. Vancouver. You know, I, I have travelled to Vancouver and I love it. It's a really beautiful city. Okay. It's really pretty. I, oh, I plan I on going there. But I rode I a bike there. around Vancouver. It was really? really nice. Yeah, really, really nice. We've got San Francisco again. <laughs> San Francisco, Cape, Cape Town. Cape Town. Mm. I didn't expect that to be on there. I okay. didn't expect that to be on the list either. Mm. Maybe we should have read the list. Let's say about Cape Town, world's number two gay capital. Who'd have thunk it? With a plenty of gay-friendly accommodation, gay pride festivals, and a very lively party scene. Well, One of the top times to visit is December for the Qu- Mother City Queer Project Festival. Well, oh. there we go. There you go. And of course, Rio de Janeiro, which is like party town, basically, isn't it? And the other ones that that, that we added to the list, of course, were Diner. Diner. And and you mentioned earlier Dalesford. Dalesford. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go to Dalesford. That's our that's our second Aussie, you know, gay destination. Dalesford. <laughs> I think where we all go to retire. <laughs> <laughs> the map is in rainbow colours in that place, trust me. Visit joy.org.au right now. So if you check it out, you can find us on Facebook and the events listing with all of the links to the events on Facebook will be on there too. It's complicated but that's where it is. And yes, so we've had a very interesting show speaking about, of course, the Queen Ellen DeGeneres, who 16 years ago this week came out. What we learned from the real L word, which was not much. Oh, you know, we learned a bit. I think we learned. I think we learned confidence. I think that's what we learned, and just uh, role models. I think just to see ourselves, or you know, people like us on screen is just nice. Well, I will give you that, even and, if it is that only. And uh, <laughs> of course, holiday destinations. Hmm. Everybody loves those. And, uh, of course, your events listing, which, as we said, you can find on our Facebook page right now if you go and check it out. Basha, have you and got something to share? Well, we've got a, a caller. Yes, they've just sent us a message that she rang in reception. Catherine, really related to Ellen DeGeneres' coming out. She said it was really empowering for her to see, and she says that she could really relate to her as a woman. So there you go. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, when people share. Because we do. I, I realise that we're not just talking to each other (laughs) (laughs) and i think that's the end of our show that is the end of our show look we'll be back wednesday next week from 8 p.m as per usual so please join us please bring your friends like we like it when people listen yes you've been listening to lay link (laughs) with basha and dian on joy 94.9 
This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.